Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 15, Before and After. Noise. Yeah. Before and after. I'm assuming it's about before her death Before she died. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And then after she died? Yeah. This episode was a roller coaster, man. It really was. It was like... Yeah, I I will say I did like it more than I thought I was going to. Me too. I forget what we pre-ranked it as last time, but I definitely think it was better than that. But I also, like, I also feel like with episodes, I don't know. I feel like as we've been doing this podcast, like, I always like it better than I think I'm going to. Yeah, me too. Well, yes. And also sometimes it's the opposite where it's not as good as you. Like if you're really excited for it, That's like true. there's been some episodes where I'm like, man, and not as many. Yeah. I feel like I've been more pleasantly surprised lately than actually disappointed. So that's Yeah, good. I think I've definitely been more pleasantly surprised. And I think I feel like I'm so, I like the ones that I like. But then when I watch the ones yes. that I don't usually watch, I'm like, oh, I should watch this more. This isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, we're probably just getting too comfortable. This is true. so like i think this is good for us that we're actually this is healthy yeah this is healthy (laughs) because uh i don't know about you but it's hard to watch new things it is it really is it's more fun to just i will say we're watching we're watching sex in the city you know what we are i was listening to an old episode of our podcast Mm -hmm. um just to see like how different we are now Mm -hmm. and i will say there was an episode where we talked about like samantha and i was like which one's samantha samantha's the one who's like fun like you know and now we're like i'm almost done with sex at the city and it's been an amazing ride i'm on season four it's so good. It is really good. I'm enjoying I it. I really like it. I could see people comparing it to the Golden Girls. I can like maybe too. The, like the early 2000s. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to say raunchy, but like explicit Golden yeah. Girls. But the, I love I it. mean, like, it's cutting edge. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very new and risky. Risque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like that it's a show that, like, focuses on women and their relationships and how they're navigating, like, romantic Mm -hmm. relationships together. It's kind of beautiful. It it, it is. Except for Carrie. Except for Carrie. we don't have to talk about that. No. Another podcast. I know. Another podcast another time. (laughs) Oh, before we get into the actual episode, though, I want to mention um, how last week we were talking about the actor and how Patrick Vaughn was wearing a toupee or not wearing a toupee. Yes. We did our Instagram poll a couple days ago. And what were the results? It was like very high. It's let me check right now. Okay. And I'm just going to take this moment to plug our Instagram. If you're not following us, you really should be. It's super great. 
I love our Instagram and we have so much fun and everybody is so nice on our Instagram. All of our followers are the absolute sweetest and I love connecting with you guys. Like it's the best thing ever that people are as crazy about the Golden Girls as we are. It's just amazing. And the most satisfying thing is when we have like big questions, Mm -hmm. like people come through and they answer them. They do. Or even like... Like, since we weren't born, like, when this was happening, like, the insight to back then is so mind-blowing. Not mind-blowing, but, like, helpful and eye-opening. I know! Okay, the results are in, and 94% of people voted that, yes, Patrick Vaughn was wearing a toupee. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, though... Why is that something that's not talked about in the Golden Girls community that I know of? I know. I know. I've never seen that, like, on anything. Me either. Like, and I've watched that episode many times. How yeah. do we just notice this? I, I, that's my thing. I'm kind of ashamed of myself. Me too. But it's not okay. Not that we it really matters that he's wearing a toupee No. But. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's, it's true. Well, also okay. the fact that they always, like, you know dog on stanley for wearing a well, toupee like, yeah come and on, i would argue one. I, I would argue that patrick vaughn's is worse. his is worse i mean the color yeah. difference is wow Pretty phenomenal yeah <laughs> all right well do you want to get into on golden girls for this episode um i would like to first start with some adult education what did i say on golden Girls. oh my gosh i said on golden girls well you know what yeah, let's do some adult education. Okay. <laughs> I sound like I need to be educated. You okay. Really <laughs> the description of this episode is Rose's behavior changes after she says that she died from a throat spasm while in the hospital. I can't wait to talk about the throat spasm part. I ca- <laughs> also can't wait to <laughs> talk about that. All right. The guest stars of this episode were Deborah May was Liz, Rosanna Huffman as Stephanie, who is does not like to be called Steph. Um, no. <laughs> not Bernstein. She. Bernstein. Bernstein as Dr. Wallerstein. That's uh-huh. weird. And Tony Pope <laughs> as the doorman voice. Yes. <laughs> he had a nice voice. He did. He seemed so friendly. Yeah, for sure. He is probably really good at his job. Um, the episode aired on January 24th, 1987. And there wasn't too much going on this day. Um, the Rolling Stone um, magazine that was out this week was um, about the band Talking Heads. And they were wondering, if is America best band burned out? So, Oh, no. That's that. And then um, a popular song of the time was Madonna, Open Your Heart. Open your heart to me, baby. <laughs> what yeah. a delight. Yeah, those are really the only two facts that I really wanted to talk about. There, there wasn't that's much not, going That's on. not bad. Yeah, that's okay. Well, you know what was going on? Please tell me. This episode. And this I episode. Mean, everybody was watching it. So good. All right, do you want to hear some fun facts about the episode? Yes. Okay. Um, 
this is a goof. In these are, you know, my IMDb fun facts. In the scene where Blanche and Dorothy are in the hospital waiting room, as Dorothy gets up to speak with the doctor, she's not wearing shoes. That and sounds, I forgot to look to check that, but I believe funny. it. Yeah, I believe that too. So Nat Bernstein, who played the doctor, appears in the and appears in the, I did not catch this. The very next episode. Oh. Um, under a different storyline. He plays um The Dad? The dad, I think. Oh. Yeah, crazy. Um, we love when someone comes back to play something else, but was it weird that it was the next episode? Yeah, that's kind of odd but i mean yeah. honestly how often do you pay attention to you know side characters like unless they're yeah. like really like popular you know yeah yeah very true he's not uh yeah. who we're here for <laughs> um next when rose moves out sophia walks into the kitchen and mentions that her friend's cousin saw liberace two weeks to the day after this episode first aired he died from AIDS-related pneumonia. The actor? Liberace. Who's that? A pianist. Oh. Liberace was a pianist. Yeah. A pianist? A pianist. I don't like to say it like that. Yeah, he died February 4th, 1987. Um, also, okay, this one kind of connects to another episode, too. Um, and I didn't, I, I kind of think about this a lot. Um, Rose ends up in the hospital and has a near-death experience in this episode. Yeah. A similar storyline, again with Rose, would take place in season seven. Yes. Yeah. But in that episode, Kirsten comes around again. That one, I like, I almost, and this is me having had, I haven't seen that other one in a while, but I thought I liked that one better. I would, weirdly enough. I randomly watched that episode recently. Really? I, maybe it was because we recently did the other Kirsten episode. I mean, I guess that was a few months ago now. But um, I was trying to think of an episode with... I was try, I was going to watch and see if, like, how I thought of Kirsten in the second episode. Yeah. I think I like this one better. I don't... I feel yeah. like I like the other one better because it was a much more, like, realistic, not... It was a much more realistic plot, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think it it it's a very sad episode from what I remember, and yes. I think it's like almost before the end of the show too. Uh-huh. It so is. it's pretty heavy. It it's, is. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, and I think that's yeah. why I liked it because the emotions for me were more real in that episode. Yeah, I get that. I think I'm. I I I don't know. But I haven't seen I it think, in a while, so I will let you know. I think you're right. I think you're right. Honestly. Yeah. Um, the last fun fact is one of the three times someone other than Sophia says picture this or picture it. Blanche says it before telling the story about her and Tony Bennett. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tony Bennett. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So are you ready to get into On Golden Girls now? Now I'm ready. Okay. I need you to be educated, been... Okay. You did need to be educated, honestly. I was ready to not be educated. Now I can go on peacefully. Okay, let's do this. All right, so the episode begins with Rose making the most beautiful cake. Oh, my. Like, what skills she has. I'll say. 
It was it was a eighties nineties kind of cake. I there, was going to say it? it's very on trend for the time. For sure, for sure. But I um, was very impressed with her piping techniques. And... She she was lit like like Betty White was piping. She, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I I was satisfied. I'm I can still picture it oh, if yes. we're being honest. Yeah. Um Dorothy comes in and it, they kind of have this banter her and Sophia because Sophia like slams the toilet seat down really hard, oh, yeah. which is not surprising. <laughs> you um, do that. I do. It's yeah, so I do. You would always I'm wake me sorry. up in the middle of the night. <laughs> because Stop. you would literally like slam the toilet then do your little race to your room. <laughs> that's normal no it's not <laughs> whatever i don't think i slam the toilet seat down now they don't even they don't even talk about it for that long no. it's just funny we're just um dwelling. but the running joke in this scene is that the girl who like um they're making who um uh, rose is making the cake for is ugly i know they were talking about the hair on her ears i was like oh my gosh that's not very nice that's not very nice that's not very nice um and blanche comes home and she makes a joke about the girl and it's just a it's just a time yeah but this is where we kind of learn that rose is like over committing herself um and we kind of learn that because blanche for some reason so blanche is coming home from a date and she thinks like, oh, well, I see Rose is making this beautiful cake. Why don't you cut it up so we can yeah. eat it? Like, why do you think she's making a cake like that, Blanche? Why would, yeah, why would you think she can just cut up a wedding cake that she's making? Like, what makes you look at this cake and say, oh, dinner, like, snack time? Yeah, it's clearly a wedding cake. Right. And they're, I was yeah. like, Blanche. And she should know, like, and, obviously she knows that. I, I don't know. know. And I. I feel like she should know it too, and I also was confused when Dorothy was saying, "Oh, she's getting married." Yeah, she was. She was surprised when she found out that the girl was getting married. Yeah, definitely. I was like, "Wait, you don't, you don't know? She's your neighbor." Yeah, I feel and like you're... this episode had a lot of inconsistencies for me. Yeah, me but, too. Yeah, just like little things. Yeah, though. and I it really shouldn't bother me, but. It, you know how you know how we are you know how yeah yeah we are we can be that way we'll point it out um so we find out roses giving blood making cakes addressing like three thousand envelopes washing cars doing all this charity work which is great that she's so busy and involved and and but at the same time it's like no like what dorothy says she says you need to like say no sometimes do you know your your enneagram is that how you say it Enneagram. Enneagram. So do you know your Enneagram? Uh I think I'm a two. Okay, so Sam is two. My Sam is. And this is like a two thing. I'm not a two. I'm a one and a three. But um, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's like a... Is it a personality test? Yeah, yeah. It's like a personality test. Yeah, and like you kind of um, relate to certain... It's what, one through nine? And... um, really interesting i really enjoy enneagrams um anyway. i love personality tests yeah like rose is definitely like a number two like they say yes to everything they want to help everybody yes. and it's really really hard for them to say no and yes. mm-hmm. 
Sam is this way and I have this argument with him all the time not an argument but just like it's frustrating for me because you know he'll choose others happy other people's happiness over himself when it's like you really need to take care of yourself like I know you want to please people and that makes you happy but yeah you know you also need to put yourself first too Whoa, I'm learning that Sam is Rose, isn't he? Yeah, the, Sam is very relatable <laughs> to Rose right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's crazy all the things she's doing. And what's interesting is, like, she's willing to just turn her whole day upside down and just just to please someone. Yeah, like the whole, yeah, you can eat this. I'll, I, I should have time to make a whole new wedding cake. It's like, no. Yeah, and it's also, like, it's not like it's something... It's not like it's something that Blanche would be upset if she said no to, you know? Well, it is Blanche. Yeah, but Blanche wouldn't be, like, angry that she's not making a cake. I think she would joke about it, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, they're literally getting out ice cream that they have to make right. instead. exactly. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Rose leaves to do something, and they hear her fall, mm-hmm. um... They're yeah, like, like talking the about how she gets knocked over. Yes, yeah. They're they're kind of talking about her when she's like literally right outside the door. Right, and um, they. I think they're just the voicing phone. their concern. Yes, for her. yes. I don't think are. they're being malicious about it or like talking behind no. her back. They would no, say no, it's no, on no, her no. face, and they do say it's yeah, her they face. Do. They do. Um, Rose though is she's fallen. And they go into the living room to see her, and she's like grabbing her like middle side, her chest, and saying, to, "It looks yeah. like her chest to me." For me, and this is what I was excited to talk about. For me, this uh-huh. seemed like a genuine like panic attack, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering like oh. if they just didn't know like at the time like was anxiety a thing were panic attacks yeah. a thing because like when I have panic attacks like when I started getting like really really bad ones like before my wedding and yes. you know as school has started to get more stressful that's how yeah. my panic attacks started manifesting like mm-hmm. it would be a tightening of my lungs like they were worried that I had a blood clot in my lungs that's how yeah it felt so I'm wondering if like her quote unquote throat spasm was just uh-huh. a panic attack and that's what she called it maybe you know I mean Especially if she was overwhelmed. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was definitely, like, anxiety. Like, she was literally exhibiting anxiety. Just overstimulation. Her brain just moving, moving, moving. And her body is physically telling her, dude, slow down. You know? But, I mean, I would believe it. Maybe, like, it was an anxiety attack. Yeah. I did think about um, the acid reflux because, you know, I I dealt with that. I deal with that a little bit, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, yeah, she I mean, wasn't really doing anything that I mean, I definitely think it was anxiety personally. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I think maybe it was just becoming too much for her body. Mm-hmm. You know, her body's just stressed and that was how it chose yeah. to manifest itself. Exactly. Yeah. So we go to the next scene and the girls are in the hospital and they're waiting for Rose and um they're just talking and um sophia kind of goes on about how like she's not dying 
like I know what death looks like and really she's just talking about what death looks like when you die as a older person in right. an elderly like facility right um like when you die of something related to old age right um but it turns out that's how she's coping and she's really stressed yeah. about Rose I was gonna say Sophia and death like how she copes with it is really interesting because yeah she deals with it differently than the other girls and i feel like it's because she is older and she is closer um and because of what she's seen in her life like exactly when she was younger exactly like i just i feel like she takes it more personally but she's quiet about it yeah i feel yeah. like she's you very know, she's she worries things. quietly like yeah. even and she doesn't want to show that she's working exactly i think she's doing she's the mother role right now and she's trying to get everybody's mind off of it and trying to convince yeah. herself okay it's it's fine you know yeah and speaking of mother role this is one of the first times that i can remember at least that we're seeing sophia care for the other girls mm-hmm. as her children mm-hmm. and that's like a big thing later yeah on. yeah yeah like she calls her cookie when they mm-hmm. go into the room like you can really tell that she's kind of become the maternal figure of the yeah. house yeah and i mean she yeah why not i love that yeah for they, sure. that that happens yeah um so <laughs> the doctor comes out and um the the name of the doctor is wallerstein and blanche is so genuine she when is. she says, Dorothy, she's going to be all right. Her doctor's a Jew. <laughs> and Dorothy's mortified. But Blanche has the most beautiful smile on her face. Did you see her smile? No. I mean, I'm sure she I had, did, but like, I, didn't re- I didn't recognize anything. Yeah. No, her smile, like she said that. And she was being so genuine. Like, yes, I believe that my friend is going to be okay because her doctor is Jewish. <laughs> So they get to see Rose and, oh, sorry. Yeah, no. They get to see Rose and the doctor says she's going to be fine. He explains that it was a throat spasm and he leaves. And once he leaves, Rose tells them that she died and went to heaven. Yeah. And before we talk about that, sorry. I love the line and I always forget that this line happens. I love the line where Dorothy does not believe her and she says you were hallucinating. Remember when you had the three margaritas and you thought you were an yes. animated room in Fantasia? Yes. I love that part. Me because too. Because I would kill to see Rose drunk like that. I know, like, sweeping around. You know, fun fact, another um, connection between me and Rose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it pro- this is probably going in a completely different direction than you think. Um, when I was 14, I don't know if you remember this, my ballet dance was Fantasia, and I played a broom. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, and I was so, like, excited because... I didn't get big parts a lot. And in this dance, I was chosen to be the first broom. Oh, I kind I of was, remember this. I was the first broom. So, like, maybe, like, I I had, like, like I danced with Nikki for a second oh before the other brooms came out. And to tell you that, like, I was elated would be an understatement. Oh like, gosh. that was a big moment in my life. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, but... 
I was once an animated broom in Fantasia. Wow. That's not where I thought that was going, but that's okay. It certainly wasn't. Anyway, Rose talks about heaven and she talks about how it's like Grand Central Station with people everywhere and how everybody's destination on the boards says destination heaven and she runs into her uncle there and basically he tells Rose like this is a round trip ticket you need to go a round trip ticket but I love how when Dorothy were they saying goodbye and Dorothy like you get home and west. <laughs> yes. Yes. It takes weird. us back to that Wode Island. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Um, and Sophia comes in too and and is like, Oh, that's nice when Rose talks about her heaven trip. I mean, how would you like if I came out of surgery or whatever, how would you react to that? I would honestly ask you, I would want to know. That's something that I find so interesting is hearing how people like think about heaven and the afterlife. Like, I think so that's you would so believe interesting. Me. I would, I don't know if I would say believe. I would just, because it could have been a dream or something, but I would want to know like what your experience yeah. was. Because I feel like, I like they to... just straight up did not believe her and yeah. were just very like, oh, she's high, you know? Yes, and she probably was. But sure. I mean she still she still goes with it after she's not high anymore. Right, right. Yeah. Like Yeah. Um I don't know. I think that's really interesting to think about like what heaven is like on the on the on the on the other side. Basically, Rose's experience in heaven makes her think, I need to make the most of my life. Yeah. Like I need to make some changes. And I can and that's cool. That. Yes, totally. Um, and we immediately go towards that new life. Like, there's no transition. Like, the next yeah. scene, like, she is living her new life. And I think that is my biggest problem with this mm. episode is that it's an immediate, like, it's what, two weeks or so? It's, it's, you can tell sometime it's passed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like that we don't meet our new friends. We don't know. Like, to me... Yes, agreed. Whenever they talk about her new beach friends, I'm thinking, like, yes. 20... Young? 20 yes, year old. yes. Like... Yes, same, same. Like, spring break, like, wet t-shirt contest, go to the beach yes. all night. Like, that's no, who I'm thinking. Agreed. And why mm-hmm. would, and I'm not saying, like, I wouldn't hang out with an older person, but why would somebody, why would they hang out with Rose, you know? It doesn't make sense I don't sense know. How did me. she find these people? Yes, how did she find them? Why are they all hanging out together? Do they really have things in common, or is she just, like, that weird old lady following them around, trying to keep up, well, they- you know? Who knows? I, I, I have so many questions. Yeah. And what's interesting, too, is they're not friends anymore later in the episode. It's like, I don't think they have a falling out, but it's almost like she couldn't yeah. keep up. Yeah. And I just Or she didn't really was... want to as much. Yeah. I almost wish the episode went in a different direction. Where yes. It was more about what she did rather than who she surrounded herself with. I agree with but that. And I'm thinking... It, 
this episode is very similar to when she was getting tested for AIDS. Oh, how so? So when she was getting tested for AIDS, she, like, didn't go off the deep end, but she kind of did go off the deep end. And she, like, yes. drove to Alabama and was, like, I don't know. She couldn't settle. And I yeah. feel like it's almost the same vibe. I almost would have believed what she was doing, like, when, like in between the time she was getting her test results back. Yeah. Than what she's doing right now. Because... Well, yeah, when you think about it, Rose actually has some really, like, extreme behaviors. She like, does. She goes from how she was at the beginning of the episode uh-huh. to the complete opposite right. extreme. Right. Like, she's always very, very fast. Go big or go home. Yeah, and that's fine, but it's a little, it's a little much. Yeah. Because... Dorothy even says to her, you were pushing yourself too hard. And that's what she was saying to her when she had the throat spasm. Yeah, and I mean, that's why she had the throat spasm was because she was, Mm -hmm. like, not taking care of herself. And she doesn't seem to be taking care of herself, at least with these beach friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Blanche is pretty taken aback by Rose's behavior, too. And I feel like that is so... Not right of Blanche, because Blanche is, you know, very outgoing, stays out late with men, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. No, 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 no. But she does the same thing. She goes to bars and, you know, does the same stuff. And I will say it is with people her age. Yeah. Around her age, at least. Maybe it's just because it's not true to who Rose is. True. I think they're genuinely Um, concerned about her. See, I feel, I think they are, I feel like Dorothy is more concerned. I feel like, honestly, and I don't, I don't, I'm not sure exactly if I feel this way, but I started thinking about it. You know how when, okay, so this is all going on and Blanche and Dorothy confront Rose. Right. After um, this scene. And um, Rose said, when they confront her, Rose says, like, well, you guys are just angry because I'm not home and I'm not doing everything for you guys or I'm not doing anything. Right. And in a way, I kind of feel like Blanche's problems with Rose are a little, like, they kind of make sense. Like, I kind of believe Rose in that. Yeah. Like, it seems like uh, Blanche is more upset for selfish reasons. Yes. Dorothy seems more upset for Rose. Yes. Like, call people calling in the wee hours of the morning. Like, she's upset that her sleep is getting interrupted. Yes. It's not for the sake of... That's valid. That's valid, but... For sure. Like, for in a roommate stance. Yes. Yes. But I feel like where Rose is right now, she's having, like, a not a mental breakdown, but, like, a, almost a midlife crisis. Yeah. Where she really needs her friends there for her. And I yeah. f- I do feel like, like you said, Dorothy is concerned for the right reasons as yes, a friend. Agreed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love, side note, I love when Blanche says she is up aboard, aboard. And Sophia says, we know what you are, Blanche. I'm glad to hear you're finally admitting it. Yes. And she says, Sophia, I said a board. A whore, a slut, a tramp, they're all the same. (laughs) So good. We love a good wordplay. We love a good wordplay. 
Um, okay, so that happens. We talked about Rose coming home and them having a confrontation. Dorothy tells her she's pushing it too hard. Blanche says, you know, your lifestyle's making everything hard on us. And pretty much Rose says, well, you know what? Like, if that's how you feel, like, am I, I'm impossible to live with, I'll just move out. Again, and... like, really drastic, like, extreme. Yeah. Like, really, you're just going to leave? And my problem is, is they don't try to stop mm-hmm. her. No! And, like, if you're really, like, if they are really that concerned about her, they're like, no, no, we just need to figure out something that'll work out. Like, I guess, yeah. they, I think a good question they could have asked her is, like, what are you trying to accomplish? Like, what? Yeah. Like, what is this new... Like, maybe try to understand what she's trying to do with her new lifestyle. Instead of being very critical and judgy and... They were really quick to judge with it. Maybe if they came at it at an, at an angle... At the angle of, like, what what's the end goal here? Or what what are you trying to accomplish? What about this is making you happy? You know? Yeah. Yeah. If they came over it... Came... At that angle. Maybe that would have worked out better. I don't know. I I like that. Thank you. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very teacher approach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but she actually does move out. Like, she gone. She gone. Yeah. In this and it scene, happens so quick. It does. Like, a lot happens in this episode. Yes. Too. They have to, like, make it quick so, like, everything does happen. <laughs> um, Blanche is, like, almost happy that Rose is leaving. Yeah. It's kind of odd for a second. Um, she does, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. I don't know if that was genuine, but she seems more like, um, maybe it's not happiness. Maybe it's, like, petty, like, well, I'm glad you're leaving because you were bothering me. Maybe, or maybe she's covering up how she's like really sad. I think she's covering up because, yeah. I mean, she was the one. She was pretty upset. Like later on in the episode, I feel like yeah, she was on. even more, uh, more upset than Dorothy was. And I feel yeah. like Blanche is very good at covering her feelings, like her she, true feelings. She is. She is definitely. Yeah. Um, and when Rose comes in to say goodbye, she's very cold to her. Yeah. Yeah, she's, Blanche is pretty immature when it comes to things like this. And yeah. I think what's interesting, and this happens, like, later on in the episode, too, is usually in the series, the girls are very good at sharing their feelings with each other. Yeah. And this episode, they're not. Which I think is why I'm not, like, this isn't one of my favorite episodes, is because it, they don't say how they're feeling and it really messes things up you know mm-hmm. and i feel like if they communicated better they wouldn't have had all these issues yeah i got you um i agree for sure they're very they're very like jump not jump to conclusions but rash decisions that and like i feel they, like they're putting words into each other's mouths like yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. She doesn't miss us. She's having fun with her beach friends. Or, oh, no, they don't miss me. They're just glad I'm out of their yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you know that they're really feeling sad when she leaves because mm. 
Dorothy like calls after her and says, Rose, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure all your mail is forwarded to you. And Blanche says, Rose, goodbye. Like there's so many unsaid yeah, words exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. Like they want to say so much more than they do. Yeah. It's pretty cleverly written. It like is. there's lots of layers. There's it lots is. of layers. You know, I don't know. I don't know. So we go to Rose's new apartment. Very nice. I want, okay. How can she afford this place? That's what I'm saying. It's on the beach. It's, on the it's a beach. nice apartment. She has less roommates. Like, and she it's, has, it's, it's, and it's fancier to, for sure. Yeah. High end. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but she's there and she has two roommates. The first one is terrible. Like she's not a nice person. She literally just sits in her chair and reads her magazine. She does that for two scenes. And that's fine. But like, she's like not nice to uh, Rose. No, she's very cold. Like she's not even cordial. Like, she messes up Rose's... And I'm not saying she has to be friends. Like, right. I think she's valid and not... She doesn't need to be friends with her roommate, but right, she's, right, just right. Yeah. she's just rude. She's just rude. And she, like, asks her for a Valium, but, like, won't even bother to learn her name. Like, mm. And it's also weird that she lives on the beach, but, like, hates the beach. I know. Cause it's she seems to, to not have much of a personality. Yeah, I agree with that. She seems to be kind of a drag. Sorry, I don't. Both like of her. them do, though. I don't mind the first, uh, the second one. Honestly, she seems nice, and she's like more honest with Rose. She's yeah, she's kind of more upbeat too. Yeah, and also side note, the second one comes home from a London trip, and has to be in Paris for tw- in twelve hours. What is that? I know, like, how do you sleep? And you can't fly from Miami to Paris in under twelve hours and get sleep. Well, why not just stay in London, sleep there, and then go to Paris? She's a flight attendant. Oh, she's a flight attendant? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I was so confused. (laughs) I was like, what is she doing? I did not catch that. I had so many questions. Yeah, she's a flight attendant. Oh, thank God. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, (laughs) why would she go home, then go to Paris? And that's why she lives there, because it's close to the airport. Miami International? Sure. I'm assuming so. I don't know. Probably. Wow. Okay. Cool. Question. No questions. I've been Thank to you. that airport. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. a good one? Cool. I haven't. When did you go there? When we went to Nicaragua. Oh. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Um, well... I kind of want to know how she met the roommates, too. I, I bet it was, like, just an aide. Oh, yeah. True, 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 Yeah, true. I bet it was just an ad, like, in the know... paper or whatever. Yeah. Well, I also need to know, like, when they met, like, how did this first roommate not be like, whoa, yeah. no, she can't live with us? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Like, they do not vibe. No. And she's Honestly, like a maybe lot Rose older. Just... And like, yeah, Rose might have just called her, and she probably just talked to her over the phone, and she said, "Okay, you can move in." Yeah, or maybe I don't. Yeah, who knows? Not me. Me either. Okay, 
So later, like, we go back to Dorothy and Blanche, and, like, they're obviously really upset about how um, uh, Rose isn't living with them anymore. Um, basically, basically, Sophia tells a... Basically, Sophia tells a story about whatever, um, and she says, fine, I'll give you a point without a story. If you miss Rose... Go tell her you miss her. Maybe she misses you too. And they decide like they're going to. That's basically the point of that advice because like, yeah. Why? Why keep it to yourself? I mean, I know. Yeah. Nobody. The thing about it is like nobody's gonna be upset hearing that they miss Mm -hmm. you. Like true. You know, like even if you're not gonna go back, like that's never not good news. You know, like, you always want to be wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Even if she doesn't move back, that's nice to know. Exactly. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. So, will we go back to Rose's apartment where we meet, um, or we see the roommates again. And honestly, like, the second roommate is just kind, I think she's kind, but she's honest. And she says, Rose, like, we're just roommates. Like, we don't need to be friends. Yeah. And... Poor Rose. Rose just wants to connect with these two ladies and they don't really, they don't want it. Nope. But luckily her friends, Dorothy and Blanche, come and Rose just pretends like everything's great. Everything's so fun. I'm having such a good life. I love my roommates. They're awesome. Um, And Blanche is about to tell Rose the truth that they miss her. But Dorothy cuts her off and it's just like, you know what? We're happy for you. We've got to go. Like, so good to see you. I know. And I I hate that because it's like, just tell her you miss her. Like, maybe y'all can go out to dinner or get some coffee or whatever. Like, yeah. it's never not good news to be missed. Yeah, you can just hang out. You can still be friends. Exactly. So that's when Rose calls the doorman and asks him out. Basically, she she's like, so weird. Hey, do you want to go out and get coffee? Like, she's so desperate for friendship. Yeah. It's so sad. It is. So um, Rose hugs her pillow and we transition to the next scene with some very, like, interesting um, transition music. They must have still been putting out feelers on what kind of trans transition music they wanted to go yeah. for do you notice this one was a little bit different i didn't not bad but i'm not so surpr- like it uh, i'm sure i would like, yeah yeah it was not bad at all it was just um not what we're used to yeah yeah um so we go to the next scene and and they're at the um kitchen table just rose yes. and or blanche and dorothy yes. Yes, Blanche and Dorothy are at the kitchen table, and somehow Blanche doesn't have a date. Oh, no. Huh? And they have no idea what to do. They're like, we can go see a movie, we can go do this, we can go do that. And Rose kind of sneaks in and says, we could do what we normally do, talk dirty and pig out. I love this part. Me too. I think it is so sweet. And yeah, perfect. I, I thought this was the perfect ending to this episode. I I agree with you. I think it was 
pretty quick. I love how quickly they forgive her. Yes. And like just come together. And, and it's, it's not like, even so... a discussion. It's just like, no. oh, thank goodness. This is how it's meant to be. Yeah. This is a moment where you can tell that they're like chosen family. Right. Right. Like their love is pretty unconditional. Yeah. And that's the episode. Yeah. That's it. It just. Oh, wait. Sorry. It ends with. um with um blanche talking about like somehow it gets around to how blanche like got with tony bennett (laughs) oh yeah 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 but speaking of blanche the blanche count that i have for this um episode i included tony bennett obviously that was pretty clear and then i wasn't sure if i should continue the date that she came home from i kind of want to but um because she said he was the seven she said it wasn't like the best date ever, but she gave him a seven, like she was going to give him a five, but then she gave him two extra points because of how good he looked with her on his arm. <laughs> like, would you count that? I mean, probably. Like, I'll just count it. Maybe they went out again or something. Yeah. Usually it's very like clear. True. <laughs> so, okay, I'll go with 10. That's fine. That's fine. Two. Uh, two, same as you. Alright, um, what? This is an odd episode. Sorry. I'm gonna say a seven. It's my turn. No! Oh. We have to do Ladies of the Evening oh, first. God. Yeah. So, okay, let's do our Lady of the Evening. Um, I go first because it's an odd episode. I think I'm gonna choose Dorothy. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Are you not going to choose Dorothy? So I'm choosing Dorothy because um, Dorothy was, you know, obviously a great friend. She seemed to be caring about Rose for all the right reasons. She got involved when it was necessary, but she was willing. I don't know if I agree with her um, not saying anything, but she was willing to take a step back from Rose's life if she thinks that's what Rose really needed. So (laughs) I can appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I really liked everything that Dorothy did this episode. Good. What about you, girl? I think I want to choose Sophia. Oh. And I know she was barely in this episode, like, not very Mm -hmm. much, but I really liked how vulnerable she was when they were at the hospital. Um, Oh, yeah. I really liked her. um, I liked her anecdote story. I thought that was hysterical and just very Sophia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I loved. I loved her advice. Like, if you miss her, go tell her. Like, stop. You yeah. Know, tell her. Good advice. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, what would you rank this episode? Seven. A seven? Okay. Tell me more. Um. It's good. It's just mm-hmm. not my favorite. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was going to give it a seven, too. Like, there's nothing really wrong with it and it was better than what I thought it was going to be for sure um it had its ups and downs but at the end it had a good theme it had pretty funny moments yeah Um, and it was enjoyable and I would watch it again yeah there you go yeah like I feel like now when this episode comes on I might watch it there you go I don't think I'd skip it I don't think I'd skip it yeah so, um, I think it's time to talk about next week. Okay. Yep. A week from now, we will be talking about the episode season two, 
episode 16. And then there was one. Oh, which one is this? Um, this is the one where... Oh, yeah. It's the one with the walkathon. Oh! And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, They're the, like, babysitting the, the kids, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And when there's and a the really baby... awful kid. Oh, my God, yeah. And then the baby sticks around right. and they, like, wonder if they should call CPS or something. Right, right, right. Cool. I never watched this episode. I don't either. No, I take that back. I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Um, What would you pre-rank it? Eight. Ooh, an eight. Okay, I'm going to do a five. Okay. I, I'm going to go right in the middle. All right. Right in the middle. Okay. Yeah. But I'm excited about it. I haven't watched this one in a long time. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. We can just move on. Okay. We can just move on. <laughs> Hello. Good evening. Okay, Let's... we're amped. Yeah, we're so amped. Martina, you ready? Candace, you ready? Alright, girls. Let's hit that on. Let's do it. Okay.